Hey everyone, Manny Garavito here for a special Clubhouse podcast recording with a professional podcaster and a good friend of mine that we just got together and did an episode on his podcast. Uh, his name is Sebastian Rusk. Sebastian, give us a breakdown on what it is that you do with your project. Wow, professional podcaster. That's a, that a fancy title. I'm going to take it. You got a great career, so, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, it's become, it, thankfully, all jokes aside, it has become my life's work. It is incredible to see people go from, you know, I have an idea for a podcast. I just don't know what to do, or I'm not really sure if I'm a fit for it. I'm really watching them evolve into the role of a podcaster and then what it does to impact not only their life, but their business. So um, I started the Podcast Launch Lab in 2016. Wanted to really segue into something, still stay in the digital space, but segue into something and podcasting uh, found me. So yeah, it's uh, it's been a wild ride and I still feel like I'm just getting started and I host uh, my own podcast too, which is beyondthestorypodcast.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, that's, uh, that, that's the Reader's Digest 30,000 foot perspective for you without diving too, too far down the rabbit hole. And what, but, what do yeah, you document man. on Beyond the Story? I like to tell other people's stories, okay. people that are up to really cool stuff. I like to connect with people. I'm a connector by nature. So connecting with people like I can't, I cannot not connect people. It's, it's, it's in my nature. So being able to connect with people has really what, what's happened, Manny, is that it's it allowed me to identify people that are up to really cool shit and have a really cool brand, but they don't have a podcast. So more times than not, it's like, hey, Manny, thanks for your time. Great conversation. Uh, similar to you were on the show a couple weeks back. We get done recording and I'm like, so Manny, do you have a podcast? You're like, no, dude, but it's been on my list and I would absolutely love to start one. I have no idea where to start, nor do I have the time to go and figure it all out. And I said, well, my, that's what my agency does here. We can help you you know, get get launched in 90 days or less. And and usually if, if, there is, if the person th that I'm interviewing has been has it on the chalkboard or the to-do list more times than not, we're able to convert those podcast guests into, uh, into agency clients, which I could have never caught. I would have never been able to, to, to predict this happening six years ago. I just, you know, if you keep showing up, things happen, doors open, opportunities are created. And that's really what, what's, what started to take place. But I am deeply passionate about going beyond people's story. Like we did on our conversation when I had you on the show a couple of weeks back, I wanted to back up to the beginning of the story. Now, you know, we all walk around and, and, and communicate our story in different ways. So I like to find what else can we do in addition to that? So like going back to what'd you do when you got done with high school and really unpacking it and what brought them to present day to what they're currently doing and the work that, that, that they've decided to do and they, they've arrived at. So yeah, it's, and I, and I, I'm very transparent. It's nothing to, to write home about. I don't break any records with downloads or anything like that. It's strictly used as a, as a, uh, relationship uh, content tool uh, but you know the opportunities are really endless and that's what makes podcasting so great it you can go down deeper than the surface of a 30 second tiktok video or a reel uh, podcasting for me has been uh, a godsend i've been podcasting for years as well but during the pandemic is when i really doubled down and started extrapolating content through a podcast episode i'd go live on instagram try to talk to all the people uh, after seeing them rant online about what's going on during 2020. And I made a 
I made actually some really cool friends. Uh, and I've met them in person. They've come out to shows. They've supported. They've, they've bought merchandise, you know, like a shirt or something. And it, it almost feels as if podcasting, um, especially for a comedian that couldn't go up on stage in 2020, it, it kind of went through a renaissance. Everyone started realizing that podcasting has become an incredible tool for communication. Um, what's your take on podcasting uh, during the uh, the COVID lockdown? It was the greatest thing to ever happen to right. to you know what what was happening with us. I mean, our, no one could have predicted 2020, and we've discussed this eight, which ways from Sunday, and to know that and I, it was crazy because I was full circle. I look back at my when I originally made this decision in 2016. Like, wait a second, somebody randomly asked me, "Hey, can you help me start a podcast?" And I stopped for a second, Manny, and I'm like, yeah, I actually can. Like, I know how to do this. And in 2016, not a lot of people even knew what a podcast was. They still really don't. I mean, statistics tell us that 55% of people are consuming podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So it was wild that I originally sought out to think, wait a second, like, you can do this from anywhere. And then 2020 hits, and podcasting equipment sells out on Amazon. So another, you know, it's funny you get these reminders in life to reassure you that you are in fact on the path that you should be on. Well, let me ask you this. Um, I know a lot of people want to get into podcasting. And, and for me, I can see the friction as to why some people don't. What, what are the common problems or the, the, the obstacles people face when they have the idea for a podcast, but they just don't know how to get started? Well, chances are, there's other things that you've tried to start and do that you've been unsuccessful with. And there's probably a reason for that unsuccessful getting started, not unsuccessful with the project. And I think podcasting falls under that same category of, I really want to start a YouTube channel. I really want to start a podcast, but not, not getting explicitly clear on the why of why you're doing what you're actually doing by starting a podcast. Cause I firmly believe that if you are, you're able to anchor why you're doing what you're doing, if you're able to anchor that into some sort of emotion and go, ha, that's why I, I'm doing it. Then, then it, it, you're allowed you're, you're in a, I think it's easier to create momentum for yourself to keep going. So that's the long answer. The short answer is I think people grossly underestimate the amount of uh, commitment involved with continuing a podcast to be able to say, I'm putting the blinders on for the next 18 to 24 months. I'm going to head down recording, kicking open doors, realizing that this podcast is my gateway to the world to be able to do whatever I need to do and whoever I need to access. So it's an exciting time to be alive to say, to say the least. Yeah. So the most important thing you say is, is, uh, as, um, I forget the author's name, but he came up with the, he came up with the book, uh, find your why, uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, Simon Sinek. Yeah, Sinek. So it, it's got to be, yeah, that's actually a great way to get started. Why? But, you know, to, to dive a little deeper for comedians, I think comedians also have to, well, any podcaster really, has to figure out what the show will be themed for or rather what niche, right? Because the more niche the podcast, the better the audience. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, you know, I would, I would venture to say the more popular the niche, the, 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 the greater the community. Okay, got it. So the more popular. So then you have to do some good old marketing research to see if the niche is popular. Yeah, I mean, that can easily be done by searching on, on iTunes or on Spotify under podcasts and seeing what shows up as the most popular 
uh, categories and, and type of shows. I mean, that's just a general like preface of, hey, here's here's what's gaining traction. I'm sure there's other numbers that tell you otherwise. But yeah, if, if something's ridiculously saturated, you may want to figure out an alternate route that allows you to maybe complement that category without having to try to get, you know, climb, climb such a big ladder. And again, anything's possible in the world of podcasting. That's the thing. That's the best part about content. You just never know when you put it out there. You just never know what's going to happen. Yeah, especially now, it seems as if the more you're capable of curating information for people that agree with your point of view, the more popular your uh, or the more attention or more impact your content makes for them. Uh, so here's here's how I do it. And then uh, share with uh, share with me how you do it. So the way I do my quote unquote marketing research, I go on Google Trends and I look up search terms that, or the name of a project and I see if it's getting traction, if people are actually searching for this online. And then what I do is I actually look up the search term and see the quality of uh, posts or blogs or websites on the front page of Google. And then comparing the two, I can uh, come up with an idea or as to how I'm going to implement a project or a business or a blog post. Um, how do you do it, Sebastian? How do you research the market for niches? I just look for, well, my, my niche with my, with my podcast has become people that are up to really cool things. So that allows, so for example, the other day I random saw, randomly saw this pay to play business insider ad about a 26 year old, uh, girl quits her job at, and, uh, or six figure job in New York city to become a TikToker and has grown it to a six figure business, uh, within like the first six months. So I was like, you know what? Let me just pull her name up real quick on on TikTok and on LinkedIn, and 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 see if we can just have a conversation about this. Now I know that this is a popular article because it was showing up my newsfeed and everywhere else, and the whole the, the whole nine. So I, I like to find stuff in real time, but I also like to find stuff that where typically if you find somebody with an interesting story, they're up to something really cool or they've done something relevant that I can usually find a spin on. I'm, I'm, I'm hyper-focused on making sure the title of the episode is something people would actually search for and then relating that back. So there's not a lot of, I, I don't want to say I do a lot of niche research. I do a lot of what could, what, you know, what, what could, what, what could I piggyback on that's 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 popular at the moment but then also makes sense to be able to title based on the conversation and the you know and the interview that i'm having okay that's that's actually great insight so you see what's already popular and then you add to that you implement more to that right i don't want to duplicate it i want to complement no, it no totally so, i get that absolutely like, so for example we had i had our, our our good friend grace victoria on the podcast a couple of weeks back her episodes dropping um, next week. And, and I had you on too. Uh, I did one, how to become a stand-up comedian. And then I think your episode is going to be how to get started in stand-up comedy. So you see that, I mean, chances are somebody's typed that on Google right. so or, or et cetera. So I'm excited to see what type, and I'm just giving that as an example of making sure I'm creating uh, titles of the podcast that relate to the conversation, but that can also relate to what people are actually searching for. I think that's the most important about what are people searching for? Maybe it's YouTube because I've gone bananas on YouTube for the past 24 months and my brain just works based on how 
YouTube works, which is not just what people are searching for, but there's a lot of different variables on there. But between titles, descriptions, and keywords, that's the environment that I'm used to. So I translate a lot of that over to the podcast world. While it's not identical, it's extremely useful. Okay, that's great. So I think I think the discussion we're having here is there's two ways to go about this. It's either you create the track from scratch, something that's missing in, out there for a podcast episode or a podcast theme. And then there's also what else can you add to the conversation that's already popular and being had? What's your different take on it? Um, I, I think it's all experimental until you find your groove on what exactly works. Like if you know you're if you're in a golf, you know, if you're in a sports niche and you're a golf podcast and you found your lane for being able to talk about specific things. I don't know how you would, I guess you could talk about golf news and whatnot. I'm like, I don't know how you could correct someone's swing via audio, but Hey, anything's, anything's possible. Um, can, 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 can I get a clarifying question, Manny? I apologize. I ADD out. Look, crack squirrel. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Uh, let's say that you've already got the podcast theme and you've already uh, have a title for it. You already know what channel you're going to put it on and all that. How do you actually launch a podcast once you've got it all organized? So you want to create some buzz prior to launching your podcast. So creating a podcast teaser or a trailer is not uncommon. That would be a 60 to 90 second clip of the who, what, why, and where to educate, motivate, and differentiate what the podcast is going to be all about. You can create what's called an audiogram, which would be your podcast cover art. And then behind that would be the audio of your teaser or trailer, whatever you want to call it. Same thing. Uh, and then you would put like the sound wave, the little squiggly lines and create an audiogram, or you can also create a micro video. Um, and somehow incorporate your podcast cover art into that and just helping people understand what's to come with launching the podcast. So creating a little bit of buzz prior to the, that, that's one reason you want to do, create a, a, a teaser. The second is that when you go sign up for a podcast hosting account, it doesn't matter if it's anchor.fm, which is free, by the way. So if you're just messing around, you're like, I want to figure out if I've even got some thing here. Anchor is a great place to start. You can always move away from them after you know you've at least got proof of concept there. But recording a trailer or a teaser, whatever you want to call it, is your initial file that you're going to upload to your podcast hosting account, which does a couple of things. Number one, well, you know, hey, coming soon, where do I go? Well, go to beyondthestorypodcast.com. The only file that I've uploaded is the teaser. They hear the teaser by default. They can subscribe. They'll get notifications uh, as, as, as they become available. The next is that your podcast hosting account is connected to an RSS feed. An RSS feed um, in simple terms, it stands for really simple syndication, but it allows a, a third party to pull data off of that RSS feed URL, just like a typical URL, but each podcast hosting account has that. So that is utilized to set up your distribution in Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Amazon and iHeartRadio and all the listening and distribution platforms that are available. All of that's set up through your podcast host, and you need a file uploaded to your podcast host in order to go and set that up. So that's the first initial. Create some buzz, get a teaser put together, make sure you've got a good intro and outro for each podcast episode, and you've got a couple episodes ready to launch. So you can launch with one or two episodes. And remember, you're walking people through the park as you launch this podcast. So the first two episodes should be helping people better understand like an extended version of the teaser. 
And then episode two is diving a little more into that. And you can you can jump into an interview series or whatever format you've decided there. But I recommend recording. We Here at the Podcast Launch Lab, we record seven episodes for all of our students when we first get started to launch. And we launch with two of them. And that, number one, allows me to, to help them launch ahead of the game. Statistics will say the average podcast won't make it past seven episodes. Well, guess what? Our program comes with you doing your first seven episodes and we launch with two which allows you to have four or five episodes in the hopper as you continue to record consistently right out of the gates after the launch and you're always ahead of the game so uh then from there it's picking a launch date launching the podcast going live on platforms that you have available to be able to go do that creating micro videos audiograms for your podcast episodes, posting them on socials, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, with the call to action of, here's the link to the episode, go listen to it. And the link to the episode should be the direct link to the episode from your podcast website. Don't play a guessing game, assuming people are listening on Apple Podcasts, because you simply don't know where people are consuming the content. But, and then rinse and repeat. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of, there's, I, I, I laid out 13 steps in my most recent book, Podcast Stuck. If you don't have one available at podcastsuck.com, shameless plug, um, <laughs> chapter, chapter five, it's actually a step-by-step guide, but it, it's more than that, Manny. Chapter five is the 13 steps to launch a podcast. I've come up with 13. I just, those are what I made up and those, that was my process that I've continued to refine. But I find it funny that I got a, you know, a book that's over 40,000 words and one chapter is the steps of launching a podcast, like to essentially answer what, what I, what I just answered just now on there. So that's a condensed version. What I just gave you right now of the 13 steps. Um, but I would say if I was talking to you in the back of an Uber and you asked me that question and we had a 20 minute ride, I'd probably be able to respond in something similar, at least allow you to have some value and walk away and say, all right, cool. So I got my work cut out for me. Hopefully I've overwhelmed you. And then you call me later and hire me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally getting it. Uh, the reason why the reason why I'm I'm doing this, uh, Sebastian, is because even though uh, you know you're you're very uh, you've got a lot of experience doing the podcast. Of course, you teach and you, you you're an author for it, uh, and I've been doing it consistently for the past year and a, year and a half or so. Uh, it's still a very difficult uh, way to do it. I th- and so the next question I wanted to ask you was what what causes consistency? I made a highlight here that he says have a few episodes ready to launch which I'm sure is a great help. But one of the things that I've learned um, in podcasting, and also that a lot of people, especially in comedy, uh, should get a, a podcast because you know, it benefits their career so much. But what causes consistency and what habits do you got to p- uh, put in place in order to make sure that your podcast is you know, being delivered? Because would you agree that podcasting is a long-term game? Yeah, podcasting is definitely a long-term game. If you want your podcast to be the leading, the the absolute leading platform that you have for your brand to be able to build new relationships, make new connections, create new content, and get your message out there, a podcast is an absolute winner. And I think a little bit less work than, say, a YouTube channel. My YouTube channel takes, each video takes, the that, that's, a, that's the most amount of time that I spend on a piece of content. A podcast episode, you can get in and get out in 20, 30 minutes. So I found that that being able to, to just focus on getting really, really good at recording